Okay, welcome back. As you can see that I am enjoying this conversation. I don't want it to end. We're going to let Cousin Alberta continue to educate us. And so I'm going to turn the microphone back over to Cousin Alberta and hear more about her her perspective and her experience. We ended the conversation talking about what where have we what what has happened to the family and the impact. And she was talking about having the opportunity as seniors to go to a school and and talk to the students. So cousin Alberta, please continue. Oh yeah. We would um have a reading class in the in the school. We would sit in a circle. Like I said, I could tell just as well the children whose parents took time with them and those who did not. The ones that children whose parents did not take time, sometimes they would just literally lay down and go to sleep. Hmm. Did not participate in the reading or any of that. And just like we would sit at the tables and the kids would have to do drawings in this school. And some of those kids, same thing. Some of the kids would just lay their heads down and go to sleep. They, I guess they needed the rest because the parents didn't have bedtimes for them. Right. And then, and I just love that class. And actually, the kids act like they love me. Mm-hmm. And I totally enjoyed that. Yeah. It worked. I, I did. It did. It did. It did. It worked just like the playground teachers. You remember the playground yes. teachers? It worked. Yes. And and that's why that's that is when we were involved and we had volunteers, we had parents and grandparents involved in the education of the community. Mhm. All of those things worked. Yes. And they've gone away. To me, the best thing that any kid, child, could learn in life from the very beginning, rules and boundaries, Mm -hmm. rules and boundaries. It seems like you've seen children who knew when you said no or stop, they meant it. I mean, every now and then. They may have to say it again. Right. But my dad said, if you have to tell you the third time, he'll have to show you. That's right. <laughs> but, but then you can tell those who will tell their child, stop. The kid laughs, turns around, and keeps running. Right. And the parent is following behind them. No, stop, 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 stop. Mm-hmm. You can tell those children from the others. Just recently, my son, he's 59, mm-hmm. he, he hugged me and said, Mama, we were talking about some of the kids he grew up with and how they're doing now. He stopped, hugged me, said, Mama, I just want to tell you thank you. I see the difference. And that meant to me all of the it was worth every battle that we had. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Yes, but I've not had to get him out of jail or worry about him being an addict of any kind, which I told him many, many years ago, as many medicines as you have to take just to stay well, you'd be the biggest fool on this side of heaven. Right. You know, if you got into those drugs and things, but I don't can't say he never did anything, mm-hmm. but I I didn't know it. And he was at the doctor's office and an emergency room enough that I think somebody would have noticed something. Right. So let me ask you yeah. this, Cousin Alberta. We've talked about a lot of things so far. Mm-hmm. But I would like to know, what kind of music did you like growing up? Did you dance? How did? Oh, my. I was known as the party house. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still known as the party house. <laughs> All of my nieces have said they've always wanted to grow up so they could come to my party. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say this. (laughs) I love to dance. Uh And uh, I love to party. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Have always... Even when we lived in the one one bedroom kitchenette apartment, uh-huh. we still had card parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when I moved in the house, I had all that entertainment yeah. in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so having enough space that I could party. <laughs> so, so who were some of your better? Who were some of your better singers? Or what were those those songs that you can remember that you really liked? I only knew about the very most popular ones. Uh-huh. I liked uh, Lucy in the Sky was the album. I only bought a few albums. My husband was one of those uh, jazz people. Oh, okay. Uh, but I liked the, you know, the pop music. Mm-hmm. Lucy in the Sky. Um, mm, I've never been good at uh, naming the artists. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, I liked all were, that. Were, were you big on Aretha Franklin and James Brown yes. and Smokey yes. Robinson? Yeah, <laughs> all of those. The, the Asley Brothers. <laughs> all of those. Yeah. Yes. So did you did you did you ever have those house parties? You mean? That's where we partied here. But you mean like for rent and stuff? Well, you know, we were here. No, no, no nothing. No. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> no, I'm talking, I'm talking about the house parties where you would roll back the rug and get the house ready for that, that neighborhood party. Oh, well, see, uh, when I turned 40, mm-hmm. a friend of mine had, had uh, turned my, uh, got my brother to, finished my basement Mm -hmm. so he paneled it and put the ceiling in all that Uh just so we could uh, have my rest it was called (laughs) rest gallery Uh (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) had my big tv the music down there and everything (laughs) yeah so you were the party animal (laughs) Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I just told my grandson, I think I want a big 70-inch TV oh down there goodness. now. Because <laughs> I have Super Bowl parties. Oh, my goodness. Any occasion party. My two brothers, well, this one 
my my one brother and my mother's adopted son, my other brother's best friend, JJ, ever since school days, we would just come up with any reason to have a party, and it was always here. (laughs) When my son was growing up, because he was so sickly, asthmatic, couldn't go out a lot or in the hospital, I had a pool table, a ping pong table down there, and a big TV, so his friends would like to be here mm-hmm. instead of him being in, you know, in the street. So even when he wasn't home and in the hospital, they would knock on the door. Miss Foster, can we come in and go downstairs? Oh my goodness! So this was the house. When the parents were looking for their kids, they would call me. So, so <laughs> did you all? Did you all have the fair? You know, like the fair, the carnival, growing up where you were. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of the name of it. It's still there, the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to think of the neighborhood. It's on the way to Lincoln Heights. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did that. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't take my son to the zoo because of the animals and things. He couldn't tolerate that. Right. And we always included cousins. I would always have a, a cousin or two around his age because I didn't like the idea of him growing up as an only child. So, let me so ask he you, wouldn't be selfish. So let me ask you mm-hmm. this question, Cousin Alberta. How did you see the, the role of the older women? Your mother, her eight the women of her age group, how did you see their role in the community? What roles did they play? Well, I know my mother was well-respected, and um, my two sisters were good church ladies. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as the community is concerned, I know my mom used to go to community meetings, which was around the corner with uh, some of the mothers on the street. Uh, But (laughs) my mom's attitude I have now, she was not one to join in senior group. Because I remember hearing my sisters telling her, why don't you go to the community senior group? And my mother would say, oh, no. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be around all those old ladies (laughs) because all they want to talk about is aches and pains and pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she kept herself busy doing her uh, uh, seamstress work. Right. Being productive was her main uh, force, being productive. Yeah, so I had that attitude. I still refer to those older people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And I'm so proud and glad that I'm not one of them. <laughs> you know, I, I not in age. Yeah, I'm I, not talking about age. I'm yeah. talking about the way because my better friends, we're old, but we're just not there yet. 
You know, and, and That's you're, what we say. you're talking about the things that I say all the time. It's like now I get a chance to be my parents. You know, I mean, you know, you, yeah. you get you get you get a chance to say they really weren't old. Uh, right, you know, and we thought they were old. We thought you could walk by and say, "Oh, don't worry about them. They don't know what we're talking about." We they are, look different yeah. and they act different they sure then, did. right? And they dressed awful, yeah. like old people. Yeah, yeah. And so we 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 are now becoming the age of our parents, and and I, you know I tell people all the time here I am you know I, I walk around with a backpack on my back with my you know with my <laughs> podcast equipment. it's like what's this right. three old man you see walking around with a backpack on his back you know right, you know? right. but we're different but you relate to younger people too I just like if it wasn't for my nieces I, I don't know cause they like being with me and I like being with them mm-hmm. and uh when things go on, they have their parties and things. They invite me. Mm-hmm. I go sometimes, all the time now. Mm-hmm. But um, the key, because my mother even, the key is being around younger people when you get to a certain age because you don't have many your age that's able right. to get around. Right, that makes sense. Because my three people that I do associate with most of the time. We're not on canes yet. Mm-hmm. And we're not riddled with arthritis yet. Because if anybody asks me, do you have arthritis or do you have this? I always respond says, not yet. Not yet. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what tomorrow's going to be. Right. But I'm doing the best I can, mm-hmm. you know, right now. Yeah. But not yet. Yeah. And I keep active. Because my, my, the lady I do exercise with, she, she keeps telling me she don't she wants to know what planet I came from. <laughs> planet energy. She said, you make it look so easy, and you're oldest one in here. Yeah. She said, I said, the key is never stop. That's right. You know, don't stop. I said, before I even get here, I, I'm up and down my steps. I go from second floor to basement every day, at least twice a day, because I got my aquarium in the basement. I have mm-hmm. to feed my fish twice a day. Mm-hmm. So I'm up and down the steps, you know, all day, every day. And uh, I just do what I can. Mm-hmm. And I sit myself down and in the middle of the day or something, and I'll lean over and take a nap. Well, let me <laughs> ask you this. Do you find yourself giving advice? Do your do you have grandchildren? Great-grandkids, Do you have great-grandchildren? Yeah. Do, do they value your advice? Do, they, do you feel that your advice is even valued? Well... Yes, okay. they do listen. Mm-hmm. Like my great grand, well, I'll say this. At one point, they told me that they were glad that I was like I was and not like their other grandparents. Right. Because <laughs> I was young, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in, in action, you right, know. Right, right, right. So they did appreciate the fact that I wasn't an old granny. Right. 
because I was energetic and I danced with them. And it's like I told my great grandchildren, I said, "We're gonna, I'm gonna teach you how to do the electric slide and the, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff." Because when we have these big family gatherings and the music goes on, that's what they, that's what comes on, and they're out there doing their trying to keep up and I told him I'm gonna teach you how to do the electric slide yeah. and <laughs> it is so great. Uh, it is. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how how do you see life and, and if you can what advice would you give to our listeners? We're talking about passing on something for future generations. What what would be your closing remarks? What would be your advice to generations of following? I'll tell you what I told my doctor. Okay. I want to live till I die. Hmm. I'm not going to stress myself worrying about uh, illnesses. I do what I'm supposed to do. I feel like Almighty has done his part. The doctors have done their part. The rest of staying healthy is left, the rest is left up to me. Mm-hmm. And always take time to talk to your younger people and let them know they are loved. Because love will withstand everything. And that's how you do with your children from day one. Let them know that they are loved. Hug them. Tell them they're precious. You know. And um, plan for tomorrow. I got plans that I'm planning to do five years from now. You always plan for tomorrow. Don't spend every penny today. Mm-hmm. Save some for tomorrow. And if you live like that, I think you'll be happier and you will be safer. Yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, because when I was growing up, we didn't see people living past one or two years after receiving Social Security. They plan on that. Yeah. And the so, government plans on that. That's right. And so mentally, you know, mentally, I grew up thinking, you know, before I turned 60, it's like, sister, that's it. You, know? mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you start preparing to go. And, right. And what I'm learning at this point is, why would you place those limitations on yourself and you're walking around with death clothes on? Right. You know, and it goes back to what you were saying. You, you live until you die. That's right. You know, so you should, live every day. Yeah, you, you prepare yourself for the next day. That's if right. If it happens, it happens. If it, it doesn't, it doesn't. And don't leave a mess behind you. Don't leave a mess behind you. I got my... And I did it when I was feeling good. Mm-hmm. All of my funeral stuff, I even picked out my own box, my headstones in place. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to put my 
son through all that. Right, right. And uh, I didn't want them to have to let me lay someplace, <laughs> you know, with trying to do a fund me thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all that just to put me away. Yeah. And so I went and did everything. Even my opening and closing, even my repass is taken care of. Oh, I wow. got my papers just last year, paid in full. So, so I guess I, at the, I guess at the repass you're planning for a house party with the large seventy-inch television screen, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a party. It should be a party. Yeah. That's right. Celebrating life. Celebrating right? life. That's right. And I plan to live. Yeah. And be happy. I told, the one thing I've always told everybody, God wants us to be happy. Mm-hmm. But we're only responsible for our own happiness. Yeah. It's how you plan it. Right. So, you're going to be doom and gloom. All it's by not happiness. All by yourself. All by yourself. That's right. So, Cousin Alberta, I really enjoyed our conversation. I want to thank you for all of your time. And you know I am going to call you again (laughs) so we can continue. Anytime, because I still haven't got to the third phase of my my employment. Well, we're going to get to that third phase. (laughs) Okay. But I, just, I enjoyed it. I just want you to know I really enjoyed this time. It's great because one thing I love, I adore matriarchs. I don't get a chance to run into many patriarchs, but I get a chance to be influenced by matriarchs like my mother did me. And I say that all the time. Women can break me down in a second. And <laughs> I, I just love it. I, I just love it. I love the conversation. And I just thank you for everything you share with us you know today. well it's my pleasure yeah and I, I, I want you to know that I love you and uh, thank you and, and, I enjoyed myself today is there anything you want to say to our listeners before we leave live in love mm-hmm. just live in, live with love don't bother with the rest of it. If you do that and believe in the Almighty, you should be okay. Because put Him first. That's what I do. And I always ask Him, let me be a blessing to somebody. Every day. Even if it's just a phone call to somebody that you know would love to hear from you. That's a legacy. Yes. That's a legacy. And I do that. Well, I I just want to thank you again, Cousin Alberta, and just to let you know that I love you. I love my guests. Thank you. I love you, too. It's so good to to meet you and talk to you and all of that. Yes. So, Look forward to hearing from you again. Okay. And so until next time, you be good. I will do the best I can. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye.